eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast, season two, episode number 100. The Cubs Iron Man. Don't forget to listen, download, review. Most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook, or email us at fly the w670 at gmail.com. Crowley, hope you had a uh, nice Christmas and uh, now getting ready for uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's been uh, been pretty busy. I've been working on the Cubs cave a little bit, getting some things done, working on some pieces, getting some things framed, and uh, just trying to enjoy a little bit. Like you said, New Year's coming up, so um, trying to have as much fun, and I am going to Winterland on Saturday, so that'll be fun. All right, Saturday. So that Saturday is the 30th. I actually went yesterday, the 27th, had a great time. My uh, daughter's uh, 12th birthday celebration with a couple of uh, – her friends, my wife and my other daughter. So we all went down, uh, super great, super easy. All the workers as usual at Wrigley, super friendly, um, nice and spread out. Lots of fun, uh, things for all ages. There is food, there is booze, there are rides. There's lots of hot chocolate, uh, swag, uh, everything you could need. The only, my only complaint Crawley was afterwards, after the game, we're going to have lunch, right? Or we're going to have some lunch. So my kids like wings and one of the girls that was with us likes wings. And I knew your recommendation, but I didn't know if I could get that past the goalie. Right. So if you, if you weren't going to go now, you would say, where is your suggestion for those who don't know, where is your output is the number one place for wings. But just about, I don't know, 50 yards North of output is uh, where a lot of people think the best wings are in Wrigleyville. And that is. Are you talking about, uh, boy, I, full shilling? No, Yahtzee's. Yahtzee's, okay. Okay, right, 50, 50, about 50 yards north of Outpost, same side of the street. Right, right, right. Closed. Closed yesterday. Closed. So the trouble so is. I went, is to, I went to Cane's. We ate, we were in Wrigleyville and we ate at Cane's. I could eat at Cane's anywhere. Totally the disappointed. Tr- the, the trouble with that is when you're going for like a lunchtime thing, most of the play establishments don't open till about like three, four o'clock. And so if you're going for like a noon, you know, uh, well, we got there right when it opened. We got there right when it opened. So it, was right. about, it was about one, you know, we were in there for about two, two and a half hours. At that point we were pretty, we were pretty chilled and, uh, needed some, uh, needed some nourishment. And, uh, so we, yeah, so we ended up at Cane's. 
All right. Well, you know, you live nothing wrong with nothing wrong with <laughs> nothing wrong with canes, but like lots of places were not uh, not open yet. Yeah, they don't open. And if anyone's going down there, one that I really recommend if you're coming right off the expressway, off of 90 on Irving Park Road, there's a place called Big League Burgers. And so that's right when you get off the expressway, it'll be on your left-hand side, like literally right when you get off the expressway, it has some phenomenal food um, if you're going at a lunchtime, around lunchtime, because they will be open. All right, so enough about food, but uh, yeah, if you haven't had a chance. Now, how long is Winterfest open until? Until like the 7th? It, yeah, until about the 7th, and then the next weekend is CubsCon. So yeah, you got you got about eh, about a week left if you haven't been out there yet. If you haven't done it, if you haven't done it, absolutely something to do. So... Crawley, as we sit here on the uh, 28th day, 29th day of December, the Cubs have still done nothing, and the <laughs> moves altogether are pretty quiet since uh, Otani and Yamamoto. Yeah, Cleveland Guardians traded right-handed pitcher Cody Morris to the Yankees to center fielder Estevan Florial. On Wednesday, the Twins signed free agent right-handed pitcher Josh Dalmont, and today on Thursday when we're recording this, the White Sox have signed a left-handed reliever, Tim Hill. So no earth-shattering moves. But, Dustin, the twin signing was big because that means 29 out of the 30 teams in MLB have added a player to their big league roster through free agents, signings, or trades. The only team that has not added anyone, your Chicago Cubs. I mean, that, that's pretty wild. That They're the only team that has not added anybody and i'm listen i'm okay with you know why why would you add a guy just for the sake of adding a guy right and i mean nobody nobody's suggesting that but there are enough holes i mean they've they've got a bullpen to rebuild too so I, i'm not quite sure what the heck's going on yeah and i, I and by the way i did not see i did not see jed or carter on the bumper cars at winter <laughs> wonderfest so that's not where, that's, where they were that's not where they're at if you're wondering they're not All on right. the bumper cars but the bumper cars are fun I, I just got to say, though, you know, I mean, could we see some movement before New Year's? Uh, sure, maybe. But, I mean, we, we're going to have to definitely see some movement in January because, Dustin, pitchers and catchers report February 13th. So we're talking about a month and a couple of weeks, so like six, seven weeks till pitchers and catchers report. So, again, we, we've talked about, you know, Boris controlling a lot of what's going on and just waiting for the car with the, for the dominoes to fall. And once they do, it's going to be in quick succession. But uh, right now we're, we're at a point where we're wondering who's going to blink first. Is there going to be a team that jumps at one of those Boris clients and then everybody kind of scrambles like a game of musical chairs? So waiting and seeing, but it, it makes you nervous to see you know, Jed trying to thread this needle and it, it, it's, it's boy, it, as for Cub fans, it gets you nervous. Yep. Absolutely. Gets you nervous. And part of that nervousness or part of their um, lack there of doing something has an effect on the attendance crawling. We've got some 2023 attendance numbers to uh, go over. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Yeah, no surprise. Cubs attendance went up as they were in the playoff hunt until the last weekend of the season. Everyone knows that summertime just really was rocking and rolling. And, and Dustin, there's, there's nothing better when the Cubs are in it at summertime in Wrigley. I mean, it's just perfect. Uh, the Cubs finished with an attendance of 2.8 million, which is really, really good. Um, and, and it's up compared to 2.6 million in 2022. But when you think about what the Cubs were drawing from 2016 to 2019, they were drawing, Dustin, an average of 3.2 million fans per season. So those numbers, you're, you know, what are you talking about? 4 million that are, you know, that you're or not 4 million, but 400,000 that you're down. I mean, that's, that's not, you know, nothing there, you know? No, it's, it's nothing. To, it's nothing to laugh at, nothing to sneeze at, as some would say. Yeah. And so if you, you know, when we look at the attendance and this um, graphic comes from um, Bleacher Report here it is, is the best attendance. If you take a look, number one was the Dodgers with 47K. Yankees averaged 40K per game. Padres, 40K. Cardinals, 40K. Braves, 39. Phillies, 38. Uh, Astros, 37. Blue Jays, 37. Then you get to the Cubs at number nine at 34. And the Mariners with 32 um, as, as well. And so, or 33. But when you're looking at this, Dustin, I guess the thing that, that, you know, jumps out to me from this graphic here is when you talk about the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Padres and the Braves and the Phillies, Houston, Toronto, Seattle, those were all teams that made the postseason uh, the previous year. And, and people thought that they, you know, they were excited going into the season. They're going to run the it back. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and the Cardinals always kind of, they have a, a huge season <laughs> ticket base. And even though it, they averaged 40 K, they, they didn't have 40,000 crossing the gates, but those were 40,000 paid tickets. But, you know, the Cubs, when we went into last season, we had a lot of uncertainty. We didn't walk into 2023 thinking the Cubs were going to be as close as they were to the postseason. And so, I mean, that just goes to show you, Dustin, how A, loyal Cub fans are, or, but B, when you put a winning product on the field, the fans are going to come. And when I when when you go in April and the weather's miserable and there's not a lot of fans, I mean, a lot of those numbers are, are happening when you know you're in those summer months. So if the Cubs want to continue to move those numbers up, they got to get the fan base excited. They got to be making moves, and 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 hopefully you know they'll get to those numbers where they were in 2016, 2019 when they averaged 38, 39,000 per game. Right, and now Crowley. On, on a best day at Wrigley, what the, the forty-two thousand? Right? right, yeah, it's it's forty-one five hundred something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, you know, keep keep that in mind when we're talking about um, these attendance numbers. But it is, you know, it, it is not as great as you as you might think. And those are a lot of those are a lot of empty seats. So when we talked about, well, wait a minute, you can't sell any more seats. You can't you can't charge any more for beer. You know, they have six to 7,000 seats a game on average going unused. 
Otani right. would have filled, Otani would have guaranteed a sellout for every single game. Absolutely. Right? And, and that's not guaranteed that's, a sellout. Now I don't know that Bellinger is going to guarantee a sellout for every single game, but Otani would have guaranteed a sellout for every single game. Every seat right. would have been every seat would have been accounted for. Now it doesn't mean everybody's going to show up, doesn't mean everybody's going to go through the turnstile, doesn't mean everybody's going to have a hot dog and a beer, but every every single seat would have been sold. Yeah, and, and for a while the Cubs were just averaging three mil, above three million fans for that that period of time, thir- you know, 16, 17, 18, 19. And then the pandemic comes, and then you know, you're slow to kind of get back, but it's it, it there is it's not the automatic sellout that you know people think it once was. And so if you want that to be, if you want to get back over the three million attendance mark. I don't think people are just going to do it just to go to Wrigley Field or just to see the Cubs. You have to be the, the Cubs considering, you know, when you think about how bad 2022 was, Dustin, in every episode it was, we predict the Cubs hopefully don't get swept. I mean, they do still have a good fan base considering how they've done since 2021. I mean, you look at the south side of town and you look at attendance numbers. I mean, just absolutely, you know, they don't, they don't have, you know, a lot of teams don't have what the Cubs do that they have you can guarantee probably 20,000 per game, right? Right. But if you want to get up to that 38, 39, 40, then you're going to have to do something. It's not, it's just not going to be, you know, a, a couple of uh, retreads out there and thinking that people, you know, you're not going to get Jorge Soler, you know, and, and, and one other guy and, and think that you're going to hit over that 3 million mark again. No, it's, it's different. It's, it's not, it's not what it used to be, especially with marquee and the different apps out there, access to seeing the games, is easier than ever. So uh, getting people in attendance is not, uh, is not just turnkey as it used to be.